Welcome to Letterbox Book Club. My name is Claire. And I'm Kenzie. Today we are talking about the second instalment of Sarah J Mess's Throne of Glass series, Crown of Midnight. Kenzie will read us the blurb to get reimmersed, and then we'll kick on from there. Okay. Crowned by evil, bound by duty, divided by love. Selina Sardothian, royal assassin, is the king of Adarlan's deadliest weapon. She must win her freedom through his enemy's blood, but she cannot bear to kill for the crown. And every death Selina fakes, every lie she tells, puts those she loves at risk. Torn between her two protectors, a captain and a prince, and battling a dark force far greater than the king, Selina must decide what she will fight for. Fight for? Fight for her liberty, her heart, or the fate of a king. When I first read the blurb, I thought, how the hell is she going to manage faking these deaths without any sort of suspicion? I thought that would be a big, like, more of a plot point that she would, like, get caught somehow because she just tells him to run away. But it's very interesting as to how she, yeah, reveals how she does it, you know. Um, she goes into, like, I, f- I forget what they're called, but they're just dens where, like, dead bodies are and she just takes people's parts <laughs> as the, um... Oh, like a, a, the sick house or something Yeah, sick like house. That. I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. And yeah, she'd bring back like a, a hand or a foot or something that looks vaguely similar to whatever target. I thought that was very gruesome, really cool, badass in a way, but also, yeah, I could never get away with faking anybody's death that long if I was the assassin. Hell no. And I'm just going to put it out there because straight off the bat, if she had killed Archer. Oh my god. Everything that had transpired would not have happened. <laughs> I know, but I also think as well, like, she was blinded by him suddenly being interested in her, and as much as she was, like, disgusted by him, like, I think there was a part of her that secretly wanted him a lot. So. Yeah, Archer, very sketchy guy. Um, and it all, it all came about with, like, another bunch of build-ups of misunderstandings, because it's like... Archer doesn't know if he could trust Selena. Selena doesn't know if she can trust Archer. Selena doesn't know if she can trust Nehemia. You know, like everybody just <laughs> doesn't trust each other. And then this whole shit show came about, and whatever, what happened at the end is what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's insane. Well, now that we're already onto him, Archer is, is a new character into the series introduced. Uh, what, what are your initial thoughts of him? I knew he was sus. I'm just like, I don't like you. You're sus. Sorry. But yeah, also introduced, like, in this book and also, spoiler, killed off in this book as well. I'm like, I wonder if he could have been a different character. Like, was there really a need to introduce a whole new character? Or, like, I guess it was part of world building as well to then further the, um, Selena's, like, past in Rifthold. Yeah, and he does offer up some lore drops about what, Selena was like back when she was with Aberin and all that and how she managed Arabin. and how she managed her life he really gave off creepy groomer vibes just the way he talked to her yeah like uh, was he a little bit older or is he like way much older I think he was like a couple of years older but not only does he give off creepy groomer vibes but I think he was creepy groomed yeah yeah, because he was a courtesan. Yeah, so I think it comes with the territory. Yeah, it comes with the training, unfortunately. 
We also meet another new little interesting character, except not really that interesting, but like Roland, which is Dorian's cousin. Initial thoughts? Who's never mentioned again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he just disappeared. Absolute sleazebag. I thought he would play a more key part because he's another Havillard. I thought, you know, like he might try and run for the crown or something. Yeah. Or be involved that way. But no, no, he's just a slimy douchebag. He just managed to crawl into the King's and Parrington's little posse. I didn't really know about how his involvement was going to be until it was mentioned that he kept getting headaches, and then it just reminded me of Caltain, and I'm like, ah, oh no. But then, yeah, he kept getting headaches, but then as a plot device, he's never brought up again. Like, yeah. you don't hear about him, I'm pretty sure, after this book. Maybe a little bit in the next book. Yeah, I think, I'm just going to say it, I think in Air of Fire, he gets sent off to a place, and then, yeah, that place, shit goes down, and then it's just never seen again. Yeah. But yeah, ultimately, Roland turns out to be insignificant. He has, like... Not fun, but fun to read little banter between him and Kale and Dorian. Nice, interesting to see how Dorian's, like, other relationships with his family members, because they're cousins, I believe. Yes, but we all know how cousins act in this. <laughs> and we are introduced to another, like, new character, which would have been, who would have been very, very useful in the first book, but only seems to have just come up in the second, <laughs> is a uh, cool enchanted talking door handle. Uh, called Mort. Yeah. What do you think of Mort? Very convenient. A great way to um, exposition dump. Mm-hmm. Um, would have been helpful in the first book. But again, another character who's introduced who kind of doesn't go beyond this book. Because, yeah, first book, it was all about riddles. Second book, it's still all about riddles, except it's a lot of back and forth between Selena and Mort is like, you could tell me. And he's like, no, I don't want to. And also, like, Selena just being, like, a teenager. And I'm like, just stop being an asshole to the magical creature. <laughs> all the riddles and everything, I just got so confused a little bit. The word keys and what they all meant. Not that I tried to figure it out, but, mm. like, I don't know, Sarah J. Mass really loves her riddles. Yeah. We saw the downfall of Selena and Dorian's relationship, unfortunately. It's a shame that they were kind of, they kept each other, kept the distance away from each other, but still had a bit of respect. I think she made a mature decision, but then he acts like a little bright about it. Yeah, not used to being told no or... Yeah, yeah, she's like, I can't be the king's champion and be in love with his son at the same time. Because at the end of the day, all she wants to do is be free, and she doesn't want to compromise yeah. herself. She just wants to serve her years in peace. But yeah, but while one relationship dies, another one blossoms. <laughs> so she starts hanging out with Kale a bit more, developing developing a much more intimate relationship. Once again, Sarah J. Mass, we never trust the first love interest. I kind of knew it was going to happen. I didn't, this is going to sound really mean, but she's kind of being passed around almost, like with Dorian and now with Kale. Yeah. Again, she's her her sights are set on her freedom. Would she want to compromise that? But then again, being a young adult, she's entitled to have some fun. I think as well, a good um chunk of their relationship is definitely built on trauma bonding. Yes, because they had a very big talk about each other. Except it was more Selena big talk, and then Kale's like trying to compare it to a situation that just falls flat. <laughs> Selena, yeah, opens up and talks about Sam, her first love, and how he died. And all that jazz. And then Kale was like, I got cheated on once. Yeah, I got cheated on once. <laughs> and Selena's like, well, the love of my life got killed and tortured. But with Kale, it's also like, the chick cheated on me with Roland. <laughs> That's why they got beef. But yeah, so is it really trauma bonding if it was really severely one-sided? 
Yeah. Not that suffering's a contest, but like, yeah, if anything, <laughs> Selena her her story's a little bit more traumatic. But no, it was it was nice because we get in the first book, you know, you hear about like Sam vaguely or or you we um it is implied of a of a vague lover. And it was nice to know a little bit yeah. more about that situation. Get a bit of her backstory as well. Yeah, for sure. And then ultimately, Selena loses her virginity to Kale, which is good for her. Good for her. What else do you Taking say? Taking control of her body, what she wants. <laughs> but like, I feel like it was rushed over. Like, not like I don't want losing virginity to be a big thing, but the way they spoke about it, like I think she just mentioned, like, oh, it was good for my first time or whatever. And he said, what? And then I'm pretty sure Selena says, oh, nothing. And then. Okay. They don't ever talk about it. Now that I think about again. it, but did they really mean first time as in, like, they're just, they're just first time together? Or... Yeah, because I don't think she ever had sex with Sam. Because I, I know sometimes in, in books it, they don't really like to say, I don't think, like, virginity or loss of virginity, that type of stuff. So I just assumed it would yeah. be, like, two singular people together haven't done it together before. So that's what I thought. No, I think it was her actual virginity. <laughs> cool. Again, good on her. She's entitled to have a bit of fun. Do you see this relationship lasting? I suppose we've already read the book. That was a stupid question. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> I was rooting for them. I like them. Throughout this, like, while this is all going on as well, and, like, all the Archer Finn stuff, we learn about, like, a rebellion that is forming in Rifthold because there is a lost princess who is the heir of Terrison, and her name is Aelin, and everyone thought she was dead, but apparently she's not dead. In the matter of... Selena and Kale getting together. I think, like, at the end of the chapter, he gets kidnapped. I think, yeah, they come together. It's all nice and sweet. There's a slow build, but then it's so swiftly taken away from us. Yeah, for sure. Were you worried about Kale getting kidnapped? Yeah, I thought he was going to die. Legit? Like, you think she would have done that? Sarah J. Mouse would have done that? Oh. Uh, I don't know. I thought, because, <laughs> like, it's her first series. Yeah. But then I know how she's too afraid. To, oh, oh, but you haven't finished the series. <laughs> Yeah, she's totally afraid of killing off main characters and she would never do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks for the reassurance. But yeah, yeah, nah. And that whole kidnapping situation, it was once that it was explained by Archer and like Selena and everyone figures everything out. Yeah, it was just like a big oh, cluster misunderstanding is all it was. Again, this is leading up to spoiler alert Nehemia getting killed. And I thought cuz it just mentioned like to Kale, like the king mentioned to Kale or whatever, that there was a threat on her life, on Nehemia's life. Yes. Um, and then, like, the king was like, oh, like, keep Selena away, like, from the castle or whatever. I didn't think that that meant that Kale had figured out that she was going to be killed. No. I just thought that there was, that he thought that, yeah, there was going to be. Because the way it's written is that he had figured out, oh, shit, they're going to kill her. I thought Kale would have had no clue. I thought he was just like, all right, I'll up the guards. Like, I didn't think. Just the way it's written when, like, Selena finds out, like, it sounds like Kale knew. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I get it. Know. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. another misunderstanding. Because all Kale, <laughs> Kale really knew is, like, oh, yeah, there's, here's a threat to this princess. Uh, up the guards. And he's like, yes, sir. Yeah. And that's all he knew. He knew nothing else. Yeah, but exactly. then Archer tried to play on the fact that he's the king's guard and he's close to the king, well, relatively close, yeah, close to the king. That he, he should know and blah, blah, blah. And then that's why Selena gets mad and then beats the living shit out of him, which was girl boss to the extreme. Yeah, and says that they will always be enemies. Yeah, oof, that's harsh. <laughs> After their... Harsh. 
yeah, after the sprouting relationship. I know, all that love. Talk about love bomb. But there were some parallels kind of early on that I kind of recognised. Like in the first book, wasn't it Dorian dancing with Selena or something? And then in this book, mm-hmm. while they're on watch, yeah, Kale and Selena were dancing, kind of not paying attention and and then, you know, Dorian's looking onwards. I just thought, oh, there's still that bit of love triangle jealousy towards yeah. this entire situation. But yeah, this is another moment that I remembered. Yeah, I don't understand, like, how, because Selena was like, yeah, I can, I can't be with Dorian because you're the king's son, but I can be with Kale, even though he's captain of the guard. Like, <laughs> kind of a bit is that not nearly the same situation? Like, they're both close to the king. Yeah, they both have you know, destined loyalties to the king. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, now that I think about it, that's a bit a bit weird. But then again, maybe she just wants her fun. She just wants her four years yeah. work of service and then freedom. I think that's she's going to do whatever it takes to just be free. Yeah. While all this is going on, like, everyone, even Nehemia, Kale, I think even Dorian, they all act surprised that Selena is... Is killing people. Yeah, well, they're under the impression she is, of course. But yeah, they're all surprised about it, and they all like um they confront her about it, and ugh. yeah, they confront her about like how how could you be the king's champion? Like how can you do this? And she's like, you literally pulled me out of Indovia to win the competition and be the king's champion. Yeah, that ugh, any sort of interaction towards that really. No, and then this is the thing, and then when they find out that she's not actually killing them. They get mad at her because they don't want her to get hurt. So, like, what do you want from this poor girl? <laughs> this girl just wants her freedom. Because they're it... like, the king will kill you if he finds out. Like, Yeah, and, like, just Nehemia's all, like, I liked Nehemia. Like, they have a nice a nice relationship with Selena. But, yeah, she, yeah, she's pulling the whole, oh, you know, you got to, you know, save these people, protect these people. Why are you killing people? It's, like, very sanctimonious. Yeah, Nehemia is pulling the... Oh, I don't know what this riddle means. I don't know anything about this, blah, blah, blah. And she turns out she's, like, leading the rebellion. Yeah, leading from the inside. Like, she knew that Selena was in Indovia, that she was a slave, like, you would think. And then once you find out that she's not killing anyone, like, you would think that, like, maybe I should tell her about this rebellion. Yeah. See, it's just, again, a cluster a cluster mess of misunderstanding and people not wanting yeah. to trust each other for whatever reason is... It was so frustrating yeah. to read. Sorry, I can't remember at what point it comes into it because there's so many, so much things, that, so many things that happen in such a short book. But what did you think about the carnival that comes to the castle, and we're introduced to Baba Yellow Legs, Baba, Baba, who is a witch. Mm-hmm. So it kind of brings more lore into the story. It kind of expands on, other than it's just like, you know, humans or like fae creatures. Why is that creatures? Creatures. Creatures. <laughs> other than like humans and fae and demons, like it's nice to have another supernatural element to it. So the witches were, is an interesting idea. Curi- I'm curious as to how they like play out in their future involvement. But Baba Yellow, like she was creepy. I didn't like her. Selena was deathly, she was deathly afraid when she saw her and recognised the iron teeth and all that stuff. Like, like, she froze up and like, and then, and then when she went and had a little consultation about Dorian and everything, it's like, this, this chick, she has got some balls because I swear to God, yeah, the first interaction she was like hiding behind somebody, she was that scared of Baba, but then she manages to in- confront her herself. Like, yeah, the whole carnival as a whole seems, it was a fun idea. Short-lived, yeah. very short-lived, but it would have been, like, a fun thing for them all to have enjoyed. 
But yeah, what about you? What do you think of Baba? What do you think of the whole witch implementation into the series? Yeah, I was interested to see where it was going to go and if the witches, like, really mean anything or if they still have power, even though, um, like, magic has been gone for 10 years. Mm. But, like, it appeared that Baba still had some sort of powers because she could see, I don't think, like, the future, but she could see into people. So I was wondering about how that kind of worked around that magic being gone. Yeah. How about, all right, we have to talk about, I guess, Selena's encounter with Baba. She goes there to kind of consult about Dorian because Dorian's been confiding in her that he has magic. He has magic and he can use his magic. And he's trying to figure out how he got the, how he got it or how he inherited it and how to use it and all these sorts of questions. And then Selena, yeah, realises that Baba could use this informa- sell this information to, you know, yeah, political opponents and such. And so she has a tussle. And she kills Baba. And quite the tussle it was. <laughs> oh, yeah, for like... Yeah, I know, yeah. I don't know why, but I actually... It's a huge series. So there was a moment where... I thought, damn, Selena could actually die. <laughs> like that, like that mm. fight was intense. Yeah. Finally, she was marked with like a a bite or a scratch that has marked her as a witch killer. A scar around her neck. Interesting to see how that plays out into the future. Yeah. So skipping forward a little bit, Nehemia is killed. <laughs> Sad. And then yeah, so Selena goes down um to the tomb. Because she's like figured out the riddles and stuff. But Archer is there and Archer opens a portal um, where a creature steps out of and Kale and Dorian and Selena all fight it. But Fleetfoot, Selena's dog, chases the creature into the portal and Kale goes in and then Selena follows to save them both. But she switches into her true Faye form. So it turns out that Selena is Faye. And this is when I knew. This is when you knew. <laughs> this is when I'd been knew who she is. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I didn't click until it was like the last sentence of the last yeah. page. I was like, oh, <laughs> that happened. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> because I was like, well, why would they just make her Faye if they're like, oh, nah, just chill. Like, this is just who she this is. This is like a legit human assassin. Yeah, so I was like, oh, she's the lost princess. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how it would have felt, like, for her, because, you know, she's been hearing, you know, even through Archer and, like, all the whispers, oh, this is in the name of Aileen. I wonder how, I, I don't know if it was ever revealed, like, even in her perspective, how she felt about that. Yeah. And then also to hear people being like, no, she's alive and she's in Terrace and, like, she's building her army or whatever. And she's like, I'm right, I'm right here. <laughs> this is the cover. May as well keep it. Kale also finds out that Dorian has magic. Which is he's okay with. He's okay with Dorian having magic, but he doesn't like that Selena is Faye. He's frightened, yeah. Yeah. I think in the first book, especially, Kale always had this lingering feeling of this shit could turn on us at any moment. Like, his guard has always been that little bit up with Selena because he understands how dangerous she is. And now that she, he knows that she's Faye, like, she is super deadly. She's OP. Against the humans, at least. Against the humans. And then, I don't know if it's in this book or the next one, but it's relevant. And it's in a little, like, Dorian says to Kale that, like, he can't pick and choose, like, what parts of her to love. Like, he can't just love the human side of her he has to love the face side of her as well i completely forgot after you know she lost his she lost her virginity to him and everything he was already thinking about her being a wife like hell no <laughs> like dude 
Must have been that oh, good. Oh, and we find out as well in her will, because she writes a will, and even after Nehemia has died and, like, it's Kale's fault pretty much, um, Selena leaves everything to him. Maybe it's because it's, it's just there to, if he ever decides to kind of leave himself, he has somewhere to go. Grow some, some balls. Some money, grow some balls. Yeah. Look, again, it's just a cluster mess. After this, after everything is revealed, Kale decides that Selena is no longer safe in Rifthold if she is Faye. Well, she is Faye, but yeah, because she's Faye. So he convinces the king to send her to Wendelin, which is like another continent, um, but where there's still magic and where the Fae reside, like most of the Fae reside. So, but I wonder, like, he says he's doing it, like, to keep her safe, but is it also a way to just get her away from him because he's now disgusted by her? Look, I, when I initially read it, I'm like, oh, Kale accidentally sent her to safety. Well done. That was an entirely good decision on his part, even though it was an accident. Yeah. Um, or he knew, he knew, yeah, there were Faye out there, but I think, because there was this whole thing where there was a slight mention of her great, uh, an aunt, Maeve, and yeah, apparently it ended up being like a bad idea <laughs> to send her over there. Yeah, bad idea. Worst idea. Kale, you caused everything bad that ever happens to Aelin, happened to, ah, that ever happens to Selena. <laughs> Yeah, and even more riddles, because, yeah, as she got onto the ship or whatever, she told him a riddle about who she really was, and then he obviously, last few pages, figure it she out. She tells him a date. Yeah, she tells him the date of her parents' death, and then he figures out that she is the lost princess, Aelin, and he just sent her, like, to her home. Um, I just want to kind of rewind a second, just back to Dorian. Do you like the idea that this is where it's going for him? Him having magic also? Um, I like the idea of it. I think it's a little bit overkill because, like, she has magic, she's fae, and she's a lost princess. Like, it's a lot. And then also it kind of ends up just being a non-issue. Like, he doesn't really use it to an extravagant amount. Like, Yeah, I mean, I guess because he only does that when he's overly kind of emotional or frustrated or scared. Any of those extreme type of emotions. Yeah. I like that he calls them phantom hands. <laughs> I'm curious to find out as to how Dorian and his magic, how it kind of entwined amongst his heritage. Because again, yeah, magic is seemingly supposed to be gone. Why is he allowed to have his phantom hands right now in the mortal world? Maybe it's kind of it's kind of like the Baba, the Baba situation. His bloodline is, yeah, and like his bloodline is kind of insignificant. Yeah, but I think I just realised why. And just another moment that I just want to quickly skim over. Selena beating the shit out of Kale. Oh yeah, and leaving him scarred. Yeah, I did think he was going to die as well there. Yeah. And good old Dorian saved the day. I also thought Fleetfoot was going to die. I need to learn to, when I read a moment, uh, am I supposed to be reading that? Yeah. Hang on. Is it backwards? Wait, wait, wait. No, I need to get full screen. Ooh, that is a very interesting. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> For everyone he's, he's 18. Home, he, he's 18. I'm, I'm writing notes to Claire and she's reading them. Okay. So, like, magic. Some magic does come from, yeah. Because otherwise, he, yeah, he's, 
Otherwise, his bloodline is insignificant and there shouldn't be any magic that runs through his veins. But I feel like with... Just this off-topic, with... Because I'm just thinking about Baba's magic. Maybe she just knows a lot of things because she is immortal. Like, witches are immortal, I think, as well. Like, it's a more, like, intuition thing. So maybe she just knows a lot. I don't think she really used her power. Um... Because, yeah, she just knew a lot about the word keys and, like... But she knew who Selena was as well. Maybe, maybe she does, yeah, just have that, like, a sniff of power. The whole word key poems, riddles and everything about what they are as objects and how they are used, I was a little bit confused by it. Sorry, dog's barking. Yeah, and it continued to get confusing and then... I thought we were going to see, like, a lot more of, like, the portal demon worlds or whatever. Yeah, I guess it was just a way to kind of introduce that multiverse thing. Because we know that the multiverse in this universe exists, so I think it was just hinting at that. But again, like, I don't know, like, the multiverse hint in this is not a big one. I know you're not too up to it yet, so I won't spoil it. But it's not a big one, and it's more of, like, like the portals are, like, world, worlds between worlds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't, and then, yeah, it's not really touched on. Yeah, I just thought it was would have been more of an impact to this book, at least. But no, there was only, like, two encounters. Actually, no, one yeah. with a creature and then one other portal at the end. But good on Kale for being brave and, you know, fighting the creature. <laughs> yeah. For a man who <clears throat> was very kind of distressed about having to kill even Kane in self in relative self-defense, like... Even though you're the captain of the guard. Yeah, who's never been in a tussle in his entire life. Um, but yeah, no, he saved Fleetfoot. I thought Fleetfoot was going to die. What I was going to say before was, I get into a bad habit of reading, like finishing a page where something drastic has happened, and then I tell you, oh no, this is going to happen. But then I just read a couple of pages further and it all gets resolved. Like, that's what I need to learn to do. Because I'm, like, freaking out. No, Fleetfoot's going to die. I was tearing up when the creature dragged her through the portal. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. no. I don't think Sarah J. Mass has the balls to kill an animal. What? How did you feel about the whole revelation that Archer and Nehemia were in cahoots? Oh, I just, like, so much could have been solved if Nehemia had just been truthful. Yes, and more trusting towards uh, Selena as well. And her dying is... It's a frustrating little plot device that excels Selena's journey from here on out, I think. Hmm. Like, this is what drives her. She's only known Nehemia for about a year. Maybe not even. And, you know, she's gonna swear an oath. She swore an oath to protect Ellie. And, yeah, like, they all could have worked together if they had just communicated. <laughs> Moral of the story. Sorry, I've just seen something. Throne of Glass is in, um, is being adapted. Oh, yay. By Hulu. Nice. Yeah. Are they going to do, like, a potential book a series? Yeah, a book a series? Yeah, a book a series. That makes sense. Yeah. But I wouldn't think, I wouldn't stretch out Crown of Midnight for season two. Crown of Midnight, for me, would probably be, like, a five-episode part, max, I reckon. Oh, yeah. maybe. Oh, I mean, both. It depends. You could do, I reckon, you could do book one and two in a series. In a season, Probably. sorry. Yeah, do it back to back, because it pretty much picks up back to back. Yeah. Yeah. 
But now that's an interesting little tidbit. I'm very happy to have learnt that information. Um, did you realise... Because, Ar- yeah, it's revealed Archer pretty much assassinates or, or orchestrates Nehemia's assassination. Because he wanted Selena to, like, be the leader. But I honestly thought when she went after Graves and she thought he was the one that did it. Um, yeah. I thought, damn, she's quick. She's smart. <laughs> she figures stuff out really mm-hmm. easily. <laughs> and I was very surprised that she had the go- well, Actually, I shouldn't be surprised about what Selena does anymore. But yeah, has the goal to just... And then outright accuses um, one of the... I forget the other... the One of the Duke's names. Um, because he... Is, oh, yeah. Because he vouched for Graves as being his champion and all that. Yeah. And so he got the pin. Ultimately, it was a yeah. very smart plan. Mm. But wasn't necessary if everyone just trusted each other. Um, I, f- I forget now. Did Caltaine, Caltaine have any significance in this book? She was still in the dungeon and she got taken away by Parrington, but Selena gave her her cloak. Oh, uh, yes. What a nice... That's a nice gesture, I guess. Yeah. I guess maybe that might come in handy. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Your concept of the word gate, the thing that pretty much destroys or opens up the entire portals and pretty much destroy would destroy Illyria, Irelia with a snap of a finger. How um how did you find trying to visualize that type of like that type of concept? I still struggle to kind of imagine what it could be. Yeah, like I just imagine it's portals and then i guess yeah and then also because word marks still work and word marks are magic so yeah i just don't know that yeah i want to know the all the intricacies and rules around what magic works and what magic doesn't yeah and then like as much as the word marks and word gates and word keys play a big part in like the plot of this book they do like end up being really that's a bit disappointing to hear but from what i'm up to it's very they're very very important (laughs) selena's little memorial for nehemia and her sacred oath what'd you think about that moment i loved that that was cute good on selena for someone who essentially betrayed your trust (laughs) Like, and you're still, like, I'll still save you. And, like, severely guilt-tripped into saving her people as well. Yeah. Because <laughs> she threw, Nehemia, yeah, threw it in her face about, oh, you don't really care about, yeah, slaves or rebels or whatever. You're a coward, you're yeah. You're a coward. It's like, this, this, she, she just wants her freedom. Let her serve her four years in peace. Leave her alone. But, yeah, what I was going to say was, because she sings a song and Kale sneaks a listen, finds her and listens. And he says it sounded really, really bad. I just think because she wasn't in her fame for faith form, that's why it sounded horrible. See, I had that thought, like, maybe it sounds bad because it's a Faye song. And then I didn't make the connection until, <laughs> until afterwards. Like, um, very much like the egg in Gobbler of Fire, where you need yeah. to put it beneath the water. <laughs> yeah, it needs a special effect in order for it to have the right yeah. tone. But, yeah. Um, 
and just there are moments in the book where that I think Kale specifically is trying to figure out Selene. Oh wait, now a- he knows it's Aelin's um family tree, and I I'm so confused. <laughs> oh, same. I'm like, what? I still like after finishing it. I'm still like I don't the way know. they talk about it, it's like oh, S- oh Selena slash Aelin's great great aunt sister and all that type of stuff. I'm like, oh no, I can barely handle yeah, so- I can barely handle my immediate family tree, let alone yeah. great great. <laughs> But I guess when you're Fae and you're immortal, you have nothing but um, family tree to go off of. Yeah. <sighs> Alrighty. Is there anyone do you think we talked about Dorian enough? He He's on a little yeah. journey. He kept his distance. He learned his magic. There is a moment where Selena goes into the tomb under a um, uh, like a little labyrinth and manages to like mess around with a creature down there. Or is that in a different book? <laughs> Uh, that's in this book, and she's with Dorian, and it's in the library, but that was ages ago. Because that's when she finds out that Dorian has magic. Oh, and also she kills Archerfin. He guts him. Yeah. Oh, in that as moment. As she should. As she should, yes. Um, In that moment where she was like, she almost switched sides to kind of, kind of um, entice Archer into another little allyship, I thought she was dead serious about letting him live again. The amount of chances oh, she's given him, I'm like, she's actually going to do it. They're actually going to, you know, um, sort out this, lead this rebellion together. But no, and then she just guts him. She had me for a second. She really did. Yeah, she likes, she plays, like, secret plays that end up being a bigger, and it's like, I can't keep up. Yeah, nah. <laughs> See, the definition of this book is not a lot happens, but a lot happens. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of small things. But yeah, I was just reminded myself, um, yeah, with Selena and uh, Dorian in the library, messing around in the labyrinth, and she's just opening doors willy-nilly, it just reminded mm. me of a comparison of some other character from another series that opens doors <laughs> and releases a creature. Mm. I just thought that's just a funny little comparison. Yeah. Final thoughts, feelings, emotions, Kenzie, if there's nothing else to really kind of discuss? Um... It didn't go the way I was expecting it to go. I didn't expect her to be Faye either. There were a lot. There was lots revealed for a short book, and it made me very hyped for the next book. Same. I didn't know she was Faye, which was it was a nice surprise. I didn't yeah. even get an. I didn't even for once thought get that she inkling. was. Yeah, I had no inkling that she yeah. was Aelin at all, and this name, this like ghostly name, was thrown about a few times. Yeah. Um, Dorian. I thought a... it was just gonna end up like, oh, the like, like the lost princess is dead or something. Yeah, I thought they were, or may- like, maybe even just meet up with her, kind of like yeah. meet her. But as it turns yeah. out, no. Um, it is her. <laughs> it is her. It's been her all along. Um, <laughs> Dorian having magic is cool. Again, now that I've talked about it, the implication of how is his magic still able to be about while the while there is none. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, we can go more into that later. Yeah, um, Kale having hitting a rough patch, <laughs> a real rough patch. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like to keep reiterating, like, because he never really explained that he didn't know she was going to die. He knew that there was a threat yeah. on her, but that doesn't necessarily mean he knew she was going to be killed. And Selena yeah. used that heavily against him. Which I think is a yeah. little bit unfair. Unfair, um, yeah. But I guess 
she's seeing it as like another one of her friends being killed for a pointless re- rebellion or something like that. Yeah. So she's really honing in on those emotions. Nehemia ultimately guilt tripping Selena, like, and obviously her death being a plot device is very frustrating. And just like, yeah, the introduction of Roland, insignificant. Introduction of Mort, insignificant. Like, <laughs> yeah. Mort would, yeah. Oh, th- yeah. His banter, I found just a little bit over the top. And the only reason he was uh, he's around in the second book is because um, he didn't know whether or not to trust her in the first book while she was scouring the tombs and talking to yeah, exactly. Elena and all that stuff. But... And, like, obviously if Elena is talking to her, then Elena trusts her. Yeah. Yeah. But, oh, well. Just, just excuses for banter and pointless, like, riddle back and forth. Like, oh, I know it, but I'm not going to tell you. You're going to figure it out yourself. Yeah. Um. Yeah, very interesting. It did take me, it was really uh, stop, start and stop with this book. Maybe it's because of, it was because of my work schedule, but maybe it was because it was a little bit kind of slow. Again, not a lot yeah. happens, but a lot happens. When everything happens, it does happen. Um, so and everything happens at the end. Yeah. <laughs> so, As yeah, always. Yeah, trying to push through was a bit of a challenge for me, but I finished it and, it, it, and I liked it. Sets up. I think it sets up the series quite well with the um all the world building and like the introduction. Of... I think yeah, the series from this point takes like like a really big like, turn. Yeah, like this chick is the lost princess of Terrasin. Adalan has just conquered the entire continent. What is she going to do? She has to like yeah. work her way to taking back her throne now. And what and she and... has to yeah find the other like word keys. Word keys exactly. She has to um. But she also has her mission from the king, quote unquote, the to, king, kill, yeah, to, to kill, kill the king and queen of Wenlin. Yeah, so whether or not she follows through with that is another thing. Yeah, there's quite a bit to go off of, and I wonder how Dorian is going to feel, um, or how they, how he's going to cope without her around. And Kale, because Kale still loves her. Yeah, but then, yeah, then then again, she sees him as an enemy now. Um, which is unfortunate and a little bit unfair now that we think about it. But but I'm I'm very looking forward to talking about Erifier because a little sneak peek. I think Erifier is my favorite book of the series so far. So looking forward to talking about it. But yeah, if that's it, um, thanks for chatting. Thanks for listening. Sorry if we make no sense sometimes. <laughs> it's hard to be concise. And then you realise you missed something and you have to go back and talk about it because it was just, you know, something you want to say. But, but yeah, thanks for listening. Um, catch us next time when we talk about the third book, Air of Fire. I'm really excited yeah. to talk about this Where one. things really start to heat up, books get bigger. Books, Yeah, yeah the books get significantly thicker from here. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thanks for listening. Check us out on Instagram if you wish. It is letterbox underscore book underscore club. Also curious to hear about moments that we may have forgotten to talk about if we wanted to. But... Alrighty, thanks for listening. Bye. See you later.